to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Do you struggle with indecisiveness? Do you have a hard time finding solutions to problems? Do you waste a lot of time thinking about what step you should take to create change? If so, today's show is for you. I'm sharing a science-backed strategy that will help you make a decision when you're on the fence about what to do. When you're struggling with a big decision, like whether to move to a new city, even though it means moving away from friends or family, or whether to tell the teacher that your child's being bullied at recess, even though she asked you not to tell, those choices are tough. And quite often, there's not a clear right or wrong answer. There's pros and cons to consider and potential risks of taking action, along with potential risks of not taking any action. Imagine for a minute that you have an elderly relative who's been forgetful lately. Their reflexes aren't as fast as they used to be, and their vision isn't the greatest. You're concerned about them driving a car. They're fiercely independent, though, and you know if you express your concerns, they'll insist that they're fine, and they'll probably keep driving anyway. But you're worried about what could happen if you don't address it. You're afraid that they might get into an accident. So you're on the fence about what to do. There are lots of issues to consider. Your relationship with the person, their safety, the safety of other people, how likely your conversation is to be helpful, the potential steps you might take if they disagree like talking to a doctor or a lawyer, how they'll get around if they no longer drive, what it might do to their mental health if they lose some independence, and what it might also mean to their social life and their well-being. It's a stressful decision. And there are risks to addressing the issue now and risks involved in waiting a little bit longer. When faced with a tough decision like this, you might run the situation past other people to get their opinion. You might also write down a list of pros and cons Or you might set aside time to just keep thinking about it. Wrestling with all that uncertainty and anxiety, however, can take a toll on you as you try to sort things out. Think about how you try to solve problems or make choices. What is it that you typically do? Because emotional decisions are never easy. And no matter what you do, you might always wonder if you did the right thing. But there is something you can do to make a choice a little easier on yourself. Surprisingly, studies show that you'll make the best decision when you stop pressuring yourself so hard to make the choice. There's actually a lot of wisdom in that old saying that says, sleep on it when you're faced with a tough decision. Studies show thinking longer and harder about something doesn't lead to a better decision. In fact, research shows we make our best choices after we give our brains a break from trying to solve a problem. Scientists call this an incubation period. This involves thinking about something else other than the problem at hand and allowing your brain to work on the issue in the background. If you've ever been struggling with a problem and suddenly a new idea comes to you when you're in the shower or you're working in the garden, you know exactly what I mean. Our subconscious minds are really good at developing solutions or coming up with creative ideas when we aren't trying to solve the problem. Your brain works well in the background when we're thinking about something else. There are hundreds of studies that have looked at incubation periods. Most of the researchers agree that the best way to make the best decision is to actually just give yourself a break from thinking about it. Here are three reasons why incubation periods work so well. 
Number one, you get a chance to elicit some new knowledge from your brain. When you stop thinking about something, your brain continues to work on the problem in the background, which means it will come across memories in your brain that you might have ignored when you were actively trying to think about the problem. But then when you're armed with that new information, your brain might develop a better idea. Number two, you forget those unhelpful solutions that you've created already. When you're actively looking to solve a problem, you'll likely have tons of options running through your head. An incubation period weakens the unhelpful solutions that distract you. So taking a break gives you a fresh perspective and will help you find a new approach. And number three, your brain restructures the problem. Stepping away from the problem, both literally and figuratively, gives your brain a chance to reorganize the situation. When your brain sees the problem differently, a solution becomes more obvious. So how can you make an incubation period work for you? Well, the next time you're tempted to talk through all your options with your partner for the fifth time, go do something else. A flash of inspiration might come to you when you're weeding the garden or cleaning your closet. Studies vary on how long your incubation period should be. Some of them say something as short as 10 minutes might be enough to help your brain get a new perspective. But you might want to experiment to discover what works best for you. If you have an ongoing issue or one that's not likely to be solved with just one solution, you might combine taking a break with scheduling time to worry. That's a strategy that we talked about way back in episode 15. It involves setting a few minutes aside each day specifically to worry. Whenever you catch yourself worrying about something outside of that time, remind yourself it's not time to worry yet. With practice, you can learn to contain your worrying to just 15 minutes a day. So if you have a big problem that you worry about a lot, you might decide it's worth worrying about for 15 minutes a day, at least for now. Then when you find yourself worrying outside of that time, remind yourself it's not time to think about it yet. You might find that your brain figures out some interesting solutions when you stop pressuring yourself to find the answer. So that's the secret to making a tough decision. Think about it for a little while and then give yourself a break. Your brain can solve the problem for you in the background when you're not actively looking for a solution. Hopefully that gives you some peace of mind to know that you don't necessarily need to think longer or harder about something. In fact, you might need to think about something else for a while. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.